now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, Aloha, Captain Dennis. We are your crew for Just Plain Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Okay, so last week we had Josh from the Radio Network on uh, to tell us about a little outing he had with his his little uh, private aircraft. And he had a fun little, uh, you know, just a, a good experience up until he got to one particular airport. And things went south on him. He he didn't want to go into detail last week, but a week has passed. His uh, I don't know the the uh, the pain has subsided, and he's willing to share what happened with the rest of the class. So, uh, Josh, welcome back to Just Plane Radio. Uh, your blood pressure is back down to normal. Is that right? Thereabouts. Well, you know, I run a radio <laughs> network, so it's <laughs> well. Oh yeah, it can only go down so low, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. From this incident, yes. And uh, it is, we're past the mandatory cooling off period, I believe. And just so everybody knows where, where I am and where this happened, uh, I'm over on the, the east, well, they call it the western shore of Maryland, but on the east coast of the United States. Okay. And we were flying from Tangier Island, this, this sinking fisherman's island in the Chesapeake, which sometime in the next hundred years will no longer exist because it's just barely above sea sea level as it is right and uh it was first time i got to fly through the uh pax river naval air station moa because it was it was cold it was not in use at the time and so we made a direct uh line to baybridge airport which is known as whiskey two niner uh which is on the eastern shore just across from annapolis maryland in queen anne's county maryland okay sounds everything nice. was going great yeah uh, i was still working on the instrument rating but i mean everything uh, as far as my, uh, the, uh, the autopilot was working great. Let me give all the credit to the autopilot. So it's a great trip. But when I'm coming into uh, Bay Bridge, I'm the only one in the traffic pattern, uh, only one, nobody departing or, or arriving except for me. And I made my call about eight miles out, said how I was going to enter and which runway I was going to use. And that was based on me getting the weather information both at Cambridge and from the AWOS at Bridge. Got it. Non-towered somebody, airport, which is a uh, you know typical correct. protocol. What you do, right? Okay. And somebody hopped on the frequency, and as you know, frequencies are shared. So he didn't identify himself very clearly, and I didn't think that he was actually making a call for Baybridge at first. So I waited until I was a couple miles closer, made another position call, and again reiterated that I was going to land on runway one one because the winds were indicated coming out of. Zero one zero at nine knots should be a nice, easy landing. Well, right. that same person hops on then, doesn't identify which airport, but it kind of seemed like it was directed at me this time. So I reiterate my plan. And this person, who I would later come to meet face to face later in the afternoon, I'll, I'll keep it to first names, okay. gentleman by the name of Vince. Vince got pushy about things and said that all the air traffic had been using runway two niner all day and that the AWOS can be wrong 
and that he's looking at the windsock and the windsock favors landing on runway 29. And so based on the fact that the gentleman says, I am looking at the windsock right now. Right. And it favors 29. I make the violent command decision to follow the eyes on the ground. Mm -hmm. And that is a mistake I will never make again. Really? Because his advice was not correct. Once you got down there and you realize like, oh, wait a minute, what the hey? Not at all. Hmm. Now, by the time I'm getting closer in and I adjust my call, you know, I adjust my plan, make a new call and say, I'm going to land runway 29. He responds by saying, that's the correct answer. As Good little pilot. You've listened to Good, me. Exactly. Right. Okay. Exactly. That I yeah. didn't appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, so in effect, we have an untowered airport with someone directing traffic from the ground who is inside a building, you know, supposedly looking at the windsock. Right. But there are two windsocks at this airport, come to find out. He was looking at the midfield one. There's also another one they put at the end of runway 11 because according to a person who I spoke with later on about the airport and the conditions there, they were having a plane a month crash on the rock short of runway one one. Wow. Which is what you would take if you're just coming down, you know, over the water. So I line up by the time I'm I'm coming into the pattern, another plane is calling that they're number two. And I come in on two nine and things start to seem a little squirrely, like within the thirty feet above the runway to touchdown. Yeah. And lo and behold, the winds had actually shifted slightly. And I, I pulled up all the historical data that proves it all. I end up with a right quartering tailwind on landing. And there's not a whole lot you can do about that. And fortunately, I braked just the proper amount to keep from being pushed too far off center line into the turf or into any taxiway lights or anything like that. But it was a very unwelcome experience. Yeah. What kind of crappy advice was this? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I had to pump the brakes a bit. Right. And the gentleman gets on the frequency and is like, oh, you had a little smoke on your landing there. And I'm just thinking, yeah, I had to break to save from having my plane go off the runway. Thank right. you, jerk. Mm-hmm. So I taxi, I park. Another couple of guys were standing outside their Cessna. They had just landed within 10 minutes ahead of me. And they said, yeah, we just saw you land. The first thing I said to him is, is there someone talking on the frequency telling you to land on runway 29? And he said, yeah. I said, I had the same thing. That was a pilot who didn't even have 100 hours. Wow. And so they were a little annoyed as well. He was very annoyed. Yeah. And we've been in touch since then. Well, I was hot about it, but more just glad that I was safe than anything. My wife and I spent a few hours in town, came back to the airport. I said, you know what? It's, It's been two and a half, three hours, but let me just see if I can figure out who this person was. Now I was less concerned about, you know, safe landing and really wanting to hold that person accountable. Right. So I go by this flight school. I see somebody sitting in the ready room. I knock on the door. Lo and behold, it's the offender. And he readily admits to being the one who was providing guidance on the frequency. And he proceeds to excuse everything he said and tell me why he was right, even though he was clearly wrong. He says, well, our our AWOS is, is not always reliable. And that's less reliable than the windsock, and the windsock's wrong at times too. Interesting. So, how does this guy verify all of this information? Because the AWOS is actually cited generally by the state uh, or even the federal uh, people are in charge of certifying it. They have to be tested frequently. The head of his flight school, so technically his boss, Dennis, said the exact same things that he told me. So, this is the the mantra or the excuses that they give. Within the whole flight school and all the I presume all these pilots are being taught the same thing. Don't trust the data. 
which is shocking to me. Yeah, that's not that, so, that's not a good lesson to learn, I don't think. After no, I landed, I looked at the windsock at midfield, and it was the exact opposite of what he said it was. Hmm. So, so, so you just said, "Hey, you were wrong, you big dummy." Uh, quit giving advice my, my that you know nothing so about. Him. Oh, yes, your wife is mad. I thought you she, were just mad. She was in the passenger seat. I mean, I had a full professional conversation with him. She had to walk away. Wow. Yeah. But I did end up reporting this to the flight school owner, his boss, and she clearly understood what he did, what he said, and she said he was in the wrong. You cannot be directing traffic from the ground. Stay off the radio. Yeah, exactly. that's the job for air traffic control, not the not for the local Unicom. Yeah. Yeah, we've had exactly. that here at Just Plain Radio, but uh, I, I still continue to do the show. But maybe Vince will uh, take heed to your complaint and uh, uh, refrain from giving advice that probably no one really wants uh, if it's that kind of advice he tends to give. So, Josh, I'm sorry it didn't work out well for you, but, uh, you know, I, I appreciate you sharing the story. And maybe people will just learn, you know, just don't believe everybody you hear on the radio. And make sure you back them up with some real hard data, right? That's the moral of the well, story. Don't believe everything you hear on your airplane's radio. Right. Because everything you hear on a, a transistor radio or regular radio, of course, is, is true. Right? Yes, it's the gospel truth like here. Exactly. Yeah, Josh knows how to run a radio <laughs> network. There you go. All right, good stuff. We got more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Gators approach the great and powerful Roz. Uh, Dennis, uh, Hangar 18 down the street. Smilings! The great and powerful Roz knows why you have come. Okay, uh, some spark plug wires and washers for my Mooney 201. Silence! The magnificent Roz has every intention of granting your request. Great. But first, you must prove yourself worthy by bringing me a stick from a Cirrus Vision Jet. You know, I'm not a fan of the whole flying monkey thing. I think I'm going to call aircraft spruce and specialty. Oh, okay, you got me. Uh, just a man behind the curtain with a aircraft spruce catalog. Pretty cool, though, huh? You don't need a wizard to find parts for your plane. You need Aircraft Spruce and Specialty. Supplying the aviation industry for over 50 years. Aircraft Spruce and Specialty. Call 877-4-SPRUCE. 877-4-SPRUCE or go to aircraftspruce.com. That's aircraftspruce.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plain Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. 
go to JustPlainRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Colonel, with all due respect, that new jet is a death trap. It's the 1950s. Everything's a death trap. Now have three martinis, a pack of smokes, and get in that plane. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis. We're your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information and just sharing a few anecdotes, flying stories, things you can learn from other people's mistakes or experiences. And they uh, don't all belong to Josh. They even happen to Dennis in a good way this time because uh, you're fresh from being at uh, the Beach Bash with the Bluegrass. Or what, what was the name of the event you went to, Dennis? It was the Beach Bash in the Bluegrass okay, up there in Madisonville, go. Kentucky, yeah, just he was, north of Nashville. He was rubbing it in. He sent me texts of, uh, well, a contraption that makes a, a fine concoction that will get you there quicker. But we got Sam, the organizer of the event, who's also a friend of Dennis and willing to admit it, with us on Just Plain Radio right now. Sam, how are you, buddy? Have you recovered? I am wonderful, sir. Okay. Wonderful. Yes, I'm still on a Beach Bash high. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Well, is that fumes yeah. from the still, or is that just uh, excitement? I, I don't know how much I'm allowed it's to say. Excitement. <laughs> it's absolute excitement. Yeah. I, you ever look back at something you were a part of and, and say to yourself, wow, that went way better than I expected. Yeah, I think that would be like last week's episode of this show. Yeah, okay. That's true. <laughs> uh, that happens every now and then. But uh, the beach bash and the bluegrass... I mean, you know, you guys had a bunch of stuff. I don't know if this was a, an exhibit or something, but uh, Dennis sent me a picture of a uh, copper still. Okay, either they're drinking it or trying to brew their own fuel. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was just a static display. To okay, show right. Yeah. Aesthetics. I got yeah, it. This, it's the future yeah. of sustainable aircraft fuel for piston fleet, right. right? I like it. So, I mean, Dennis, you were there. So, what was the highlight for you for that event? Well, I think just being there, I think, was really the highlight for me. Uh, you know, it was a great excuse to get out and go fly the Mooney. I mean, a nice long cross-country trip up to Madisonville. And, you know, we would you, what was the total attendance there, Sam? About 64 Beechcraft flew in, over nice. 110 people in attendance for a first-ever inaugural event. This was a great turnout. We had some terrific uh, guest speakers there. It, it was a fantastic uh, weekend event. So was it better than expected for you? better yeah yeah never in a million years had you told me it's going to turn out as well as it did i i would have had my doubts and i'm still sitting here with a smile on my face in disbelief that it turned out as well as it did i don't think any of us expected it to turn out that well well there you go i mean so what was the vibe you're getting back from everybody in attendance just they like the social aspects of it or was there a particular element that uh, everybody was drawn to you think you know it was just fun greg it was just a good time and everybody that uh was there said the same thing to me over and over again 
wow, this is fun. We're having a great time. Thank you for this. Thanks for this. Cannot yeah. wait to come back to next year's. Give us the rundown. What'd you do, Dennis? Yeah, we flew in. They had a pancake breakfast going on. They had uh, a bunch of uh, industry speakers, uh, including Mark Baker from AOPA, Tom Turner from the American Bonanza Society, Scott Perdue from Flywire, George Braley from Gammy even gave us an update on what was going on with their 100 unleaded fuel. Hmm. So, I mean, it was very well represented from the industry. And then on top of that, you know, in between the seminars, they had, you know, food trucks out there to get your lunch. They had a bluegrass band playing in between the hangars. You just couldn't help but enjoy yourself. And then afterward, they had even more activity going on. We had live performances under the tent with uh, clay shooting and just fantastic adventures. Oh, and did I mention we got to go to on a distillery tour? Yes. With samples. Well, yeah, that's the only thing he said. He didn't send me any pictures of airplanes or nothing. He just sent me a picture of this still. No, uh, no, no. We went to an actual distillery. Oh, that the was just a, was, uh, that was, a display. Uh, that was just the home. That, yes. Okay. Yes. We All went right. to an actual uh, functioning uh, distributing distillery and got to try samples there and I believe all of us brought back at least one or two bottles of uh, their product. Well, that's how it works. They they give away free samples, and next thing you know, you've bought $500 worth of booze. So it it works. It's pretty universal how uh, how those distilleries work. But uh, obviously, that was in the evening, and people weren't flying. So they figured, well, yeah, we got to take in uh, some of the local flavors. That's kind of how it was set up, right, Sam? That's right. Absolutely. How much did you buy? Tons? I seem to recall having to take some uh, cases of oil out of your airplane and bring them home so you had more room for your luggage. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I, I, I wonder. I, I maximize my useful load. Exactly. I, I kid, but, you know, some of that stuff actually could be put in your fuel tank, couldn't it, Dennis? I mean, uh, you're not supposed to have ethanol in your aviation fuel because oh, it can okay. cause problems with our aircraft engines and fuel lines. But, you know, that, that may be something down the road here. If they can't figure something out with 100 low lead, maybe we're going to go to uh, going to have to get creative. You know, E100. There we go. But okay. I do want to say, uh, you know, a huge shout out to the city of Madisonville for just literally throwing out the red carpet for this beach bash. I have never seen an airport and a community so behind an event, especially on a first ever event. Have you ever had the mayor of a city pick you up at the hotel and bring you back to the airport in the morning? Hmm. Cause it happened here. Boy, That's for, how the kind uh, of st- for Sam or you, for me, really? Dennis. You sure yeah, that yeah. wasn't an escort out of the city? <laughs> well, it might have been, but I'm not going to complain. I still got to the airport. Okay, well. Uh, but right. that's the type of support that was behind this event. And this is the type of enthusiasm that I wish we had across the country. You yeah. look at what's happening out in California, in Santa Monica, and Santa Clara County, and they're trying to shut down the airports. And here, you've got city officials throwing out the welcome mat and, you know, driving people around to showcase what they have for an asset in their community. Yeah, so it's really nice. interesting to see that dichotomy. Yeah. How did you find this particular place, Sam, to set up this event? What drew you to the area? So I've been coming there for years. I purchased a uh, piece of property in Southern Hopkins County years and years and years ago. But this airport is not necessarily the closest to my property, but the the reality is, is the first time I flew there, their hospitality from the day I landed has been outstanding. And uh, I just knew with as kind hearted and welcoming as they were that this would go well. And uh, they did not disappoint me. 
as a matter of fact, they exceeded my expectations. But uh, I would like to take a second, if I could. I'd like to give a shout-out to some people. Real quick, what do you got? Okay, the airport manager, Emily Heron, the airport board chair, Jimmy Riddle, the vice chair, Andy Bachman, Emily Locke, the city public relations manager, Mayor Kevin Cotton, outstanding. All our sponsors, Mark Baker with AOPA, Airmark, Gardner Low Aviation, Carl Gardner, George Brawley with GAMI, American Bonanza Society, Tom Turner, Jerry Clemens with Clemens Insurance, James Gallagher, Gallagher Aviation, Kevin with Jet Shades, and of course, Titan Fuel. All these organizations, these companies, the city, everybody came together and they just made this event better than any of us could have ever hoped. And obviously, the second annual Beach Bash in the Bluegrass. It's going to be pretty hard to outdo this past one, but we've got some ideas that we think will get it there. Well, you got a mission. Uh, time to execute. And we'll leave it at that for now. Alright, we got more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. How do they get all that metal up in the air? It makes no sense. It also doesn't make any sense how much you're sweating. Ha! He thinks we're all going to die. This guy. If the plane doesn't kill you, I will. Looks like it's time for someone to take their sleepy pill. You're going to be okay. You got to fly, got to fly away. No need to be afraid. Just got to fly, got to fly away. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis. We've been covering a lot of crazy stuff today. Good things, good ways to socialize as an aviation enthusiast, whether you're a pilot or even if you just like learning about planes and hanging around them. Uh, in this uh, next segment, I think we have a great option for you to do just that when you can't actually see them in person. Is that right, Dennis? What do you think? Well, actually, it's not just you can't see them in person. It's when you want to find an excuse to go see someone in person. Right. We have uh, Jeff Simon from Social Flight on, and and you know, Social Flight is basically a online uh, point of uh, aggregation for all sorts of events, whether it's online training, online webinars, whether it's fly-ins. 
So if you wanted to, you know, the beach bash and the bluegrass was probably listed on there as something to do this weekend. It would, and you get an email every week letting you know what events, what seminars are available in your area. And so I wanted to get Jeff on because, you know, great thing about events like Sun and Fun is you get to reconnect with your friends in the aviation industry. And I bumped into Jeff a couple of times during the, uh, during the event. And I wanted to get him on from some of the new stuff that he's got going on with Social Flight, where they're really expanding their interaction with the with their users there you go jeff welcome to just plain radio so social flight is kind of like i mean is it like a massive message board or uh you know online community that people can join and and do that kind of thing or what oh man it is so much more than that well first of all thank you so much for having me on the show greg and dennis i love your show (laughs) wow well he's a good brown noser too god bless him. huge fan huge (laughs) fan no you know what we're all here to lift general aviation up and support it we're all doing the same thing and uh the more the merrier i i I really am i absolutely love your show so thanks for having me on well no problem yeah i mean we've heard a lot about social flight uh as we've uh, produced this show every week and it's become quite popular. I mean, you have thousands of people that are are posting on this, uh, uh, you know, in this community or part of the community, right? Yeah. Well, Social Flight has a reach of uh, roughly about two hundred thousand pilots at this point. Nice. Um, and our registered user base is somewhere around a, a hundred thousand to get everything. So we we've been around for a while, mm-hmm. but we just keep adding more because my mission here, and, and I should say, all of this is free. We are just trying to get people to do more flying, to give you more reasons to fly, and just have a place that just kind of pushes you to do uh, our passion. That we're the reason we're all here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like to uh, consider just plain radio as when you're not flying, uh, it's kind of like hanging out at a bar and sharing a few pilot stories. You know, Uh, I love that. Absolutely. And and social flights, kind of the same thing. Just it's twenty four seven. And, you know, whenever you have the mood, you can get on there and find a fellow pilot, uh, ask some questions, that kind of thing, and yeah. and uh, becomes a, a massive uh, aviation resource, right? Well, you guys are you guys are the way to hang out and, and have that camaraderie and the hangar flying and all the things that go along with it. And, and our mission is to send out that email and get people using it to push them and say, like, hey, you do not mow the lawn this Saturday. Like, mm. let it grow. Get right. to the airport. Get in your plane and go flying. Because it turns out there's a biplane flying going on, or there's yeah. a food truck. I saw the first thing. I hadn't even seen this before, a food truck flying at an airport happening. I'm like, if you hear stuff like that, you just have to get out and fly. And so so that's our main, main mission. You go to socialflight.com, or you get the free mobile apps for Apple and Android devices, and then it, it, you just as soon as you start using it, you will see all these things happening around you, mm-hmm. and then it's up to you to see what what makes you want to go out there and participate. Right. Well, you make some friends, some aviation exactly. uh, enthusiast friends that exactly. you can compare notes. Yeah, and you or, have an excuse to go get that hundred dollar hamburger at the food truck. You know, right. exactly. Dennis, you use this a lot, don't you? I do. I get the uh, the list every single week. In fact, uh, I even saw the Arcadia Taco Tuesdays, a recurring event now uh, yeah. on my uh, feed every week. So, you know, it's it's terrific that the events around me, but then also seminars. Uh, you you can narrow it down to you know how far do you want to see about seminars, and I still keep tabs on uh, what was going on back in Minnesota, and I see you know that they have their Saturday safety meetings, and so I got a link to that every week if I want to go and check in on them. So right. yeah, it's it's terrific way to keep in touch. Yeah. So so Jeffrey, are you on uh, on this all the time yourself? 
and using it as a resource just for your own personal enjoyment of flying? Or are you the man, you know, like behind the curtain that are making sure everything's working a hundred percent or a little bit of both? <laughs> Uh, my job's time. to do my job's to do both of those. Yeah. Uh, I've got to do that, and then I've also got to got to keep it all going. And you mentioned the hundred dollar hamburger. I just want everybody to know there's a little hamburger icon we even have that you push, and hamburgers pop up all over the map wherever you can go fly. <laughs> okay, and and they rate them, I would imagine, or like, hey, this yes, is a great they one, do. great place. Yeah, I would imagine it's a, a huge resource for just getting information about uh, different things like you know josh talking about the guy with the non-towered airport or or beach bash by the bluegrass or whatever kind of event it's all of the above you you cover all these different uh, elements on socialflight.com and to boot uh right now you're doing uh, you're giving away like some uh avionics or something is that what's going on what are you doing exactly jeff so we are we always have prizes at social flight it's yeah. this crazy wonderful fun thing where uh, we have this program called Fly to Win, and if you have it on a on a mobile device, then you can check in at airports automatically. You don't even have to do anything. Just social flight just says, "Hey, you're at the airport. Do you want to check in?" Hmm. Um, anyone who checks in during a prize period is entered in to win a prize, and we've given away oh my god, so many things: ADSB systems, headsets. I mean, so many different things. And right now, we're giving away an Aspen E5 uh, electronic flight display it is so wow. cool so i mean again so do you need my address anything. for that i can just you know send it to you offline mm-hmm. <laughs> might want to pull that Dennis, one back start flying or you can, you can i'm at the airport home. every day does it check in for automatically honestly it so first of all you, you can't check in every single day but yes you would be able to check in at your home and get credit right from your living room and then who knows maybe done it'll pick you <laughs> Hey, well, so I wanted to mention too about the evolution of social flight. I mean, we know about the you know the weekly events and stuff that are going on, but I saw a big announcement at Sun and Fun uh, that you guys are expanding and now providing training for uh, for wings and for AMT credit and even for IA renewals. Now, thanks for asking about that. So from the very beginning, uh, our mission has always been, as I mentioned, to support pilots. And when we uh, and mechanics, of course, I'm also a mechanic. I'm an AMP and an IA. Mm-hmm. And so when COVID hit. Obviously, people had to transition to a lot of online, uh, both uh, entertainment and information and education. And it became very difficult to go and go to in-person wings events and go to in-person training that IAs and other mechanics need. And so we set about to create a system where you could get the actual credit for doing that by attending them remotely. Now, the FA pivoted at one point and made it possible for people to attend live sessions remotely and then submit their email addresses and get credit, whether it's WINGS or whether it's the AMT Awards Program for Mechanics or in some cases for IA Renewal Education. But you still have to be there live and that doesn't fit everybody's schedule. So we approached the FAA and said, we would like to create an education system entirely free that's on demand where we take all of these WINGS webinars that have been given, AMT courses, and even the IA renewal education courses, and then store it, allow people to view it on demand, and then get credit for it. And so it took us over a year to go through the entire process of development. The FAA takes it very seriously, and we have to make sure people are watching. 
Right. So we created an entire system that's part of Social Flight. You can see Wings courses and see Wings webinars. You can get credit with the FA automatically. Long time coming, and it's breaking new ground. This has not really been done before. So take advantage of it. It's all free. Socialflight.com. Jeff, thank you so much for being on Just Plain Radio. That's good stuff. Keep it up. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Dennis. I really appreciate it. And we got more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Listen up. You want to hit back? We're going to have to wingsuit in. It's the only way to get close. I can't promise anyone a ride home, but if you're with me, the world needs you now. I can fly. I can fly. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, Aloha Captain Dennis. A lot of cool things you can do as a aviation enthusiast. We're covering them all today. And uh, I don't know, Taco Tuesday got brought up several times already today. So I think it's uh, time to go right to the source. Would you agree there, Dennis? No, absolutely. Especially considering it was Cinco de Mayo this week. It just That's seems right. appropriate. Yeah. Cinco de Mayo. Very special. It's my actually my anniversary is Cinco de Mayo as well. So happy anniversary, honey. Got to get that in there, too. All right. uh, But uh, back to Taco Tuesday. Uh, You actually made a connection with someone there at the uh, airport. Is that right? Yes. In fact, uh, my daughter insisted that we go fly for tacos this week. And we actually uh, had a chance to meet in person with Shelly. She's the airport manager at Arcadia. Uh And I just, you know, we were just casually talking with her as she was uh, making the rounds uh, of the the food trucks at at the airport there and just talking about, you know, how she's been so successful with turning this, you know, one taco truck into something that's actually known countrywide right now within GA circles is Arcadia's Taco Tuesday. Well, Shelly, welcome to Just Plain Radio. Are you a fan of the Mexican food? Is that how this started or what? Yeah, (laughs) it's really good. It's really good. Yeah, we, we've been there, and I will say, I will vouch for the quality of the tacos at Arcadia <laughs> Airport. It's uh, Some of those uh, food trucks are, are quite, uh, I mean, the, the, you know, you get uh, cheaper gas and you get, uh, you, know, you can get some gas well, get on another gas. way, too. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I wasn't sure how I wanted to phrase that without getting kicked that's off the air. Yeah, yeah, that's how it all started. We started with lowering the fuel price. Um, 10 cents less yeah. and having a taco truck here. And after a while, I mean, <laughs> everybody started talking about it. So um, eventually we had to get more food trucks here. Yeah. To just accommodate the crowds because, I mean, planes were flying in from all over uh, Florida, uh, if not farther. Over. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's been on the news a couple of times and um, it's just been a blast. But well, how, yeah. How long has this been going on at Arcadia Airport? We're, I think it's now coming up on three years. Wow. Um, and it's every single Tuesday. So we're the only airport that has a fly in every single week. Yeah. And, so, it, and they can count on it. They know at Tuesday if, if they're off work or, you know, if they can get away from work for a little bit, mm-hmm. they know it's happening here. So that's right. what they do. 
and it, it's a cool layout you know you fly in uh you know the areas uh, you know you have a nice little fbo an office the restrooms and place to hang out talk uh, right. talk shop with your fellow uh, pilots and things that have flown in for the area i mean it's a friendly atmosphere and then you walk over to this little park area where the food trucks are and they got picnic tables set up and the whole thing i mean yeah. it, it's uh it's very well laid out has the uh, success of taco tuesday surprised you uh, over these last three years what do you think it- it really has. I would have never expected this. And we really kind of start out calling it Touch and Go Tuesday. Yeah. And, um, y- you know, we just didn't expect this much. But my boss said, well, if, if we do that, you lower the fuel price and bring in a taco truck. And I think that would help. Mm-hmm. And at first we had the taco truck on the ramp. And there would, you know, on Tuesdays, it started out three or four planes, five planes, you know, it just, it just started growing a little bit more here and there. And then it, you know, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Well, I wish more, uh, you know, uh, airports would do this kind of thing. I mean, when you lower the fuel price like that, I mean, obviously that cuts into your profit profit a little bit from a business standpoint, but do you make up for it with all the volume that you guys are encountering on Tuesday? Yeah, we do. And it also helps, um, you know, our aircraft operations. So we can have a hundred. I mean, it's not anything, you know, for us to have over a hundred operations on Tuesdays. So that helps when we want to get more grants, um, grant money. I mean, they see the volume or our weekly numbers and you know, it's just made a big difference for our fuel Um, we're getting more fuel delivered here. You know, sometimes we order fuel, you know, twice a month here. It's just 100 low lead. We don't have jet a or anything. So it's the small planes and, you know, um, it makes a big difference. It really does. Oh, I'm sure. What really impresses me is that the city is, uh, absolutely behind and supportive of this you know we, we've talked numerous times about what's going on like you know at other airports like out in california where they're banning 100 low lead sale and you know trying to shut the airports down and here at arcadia your boss is telling you to lower the price to bring in more people you've That's- built a picnic pavilion mm-hmm. you've made it so open and inviting and welcoming that you know you can't help but realize that this is an asset to the community right that's exactly right um we cannot do this without the council support my boss the city administrator um our council just everybody loves to see the activity at the airport the mayor comes out often council members are out here on tuesdays you know even having tacos um my boss is out here just about every tuesdays wearing his hat his cowboy hat walking around nice. talking to all the pilots he loves it loves it well are you um, going to expand into like you know fish fry uh friday or mongolian barbecue <laughs> you know, monday uh, <laughs> we did have like a seafood saturday going on but okay it was yeah not consistent yeah right. it wasn't consistent and you know, I think it just takes away from our Tuesdays. You know, people just count on, you know, I'll see, they all, you know, say, um, they tell me they <laughs> rearrange their doctor's appointments <laughs> so that Tuesday they have nowhere else to go but here. <laughs> right. Right. But, yeah. I think if we start adding more to it and start taking it, taking away a little bit. Yeah. Take away from the magic. That's part of yeah. the charm of this uh, yeah. event that's just evolved. Right, do you find yeah. a lot of pilots coming in, to, you know, flying in for the tacos? Are they taking off and like exploring the area a little bit? I mean, cause you guys have some oh, stuff yeah. there in Cardiff. So uh, this really, Arcadia. it really helped our town a lot. You know, um, 
because now they know we have a courtesy car. So even if they come in on not on a Tuesday, now they're saying, hey, can I take the courtesy car into town? Mm -hmm. You know, I want to go. I want to explore a little bit. So, yeah, it's really helping everything, you know, the community and everything. So are are you doing uh, any surveys to find out what exactly is drawing them in more, the, the cheaper fuel or the tacos? Have you actually done a survey to know? Um, well, we never did do a survey, but, you know, the taco truck is doing really well. Right. Really well. Yeah, um, I would imagine. And they have lines at their trailer, their food truck, you know, nonstop throughout the day till three. They're all doing good. We're doing good, selling a lot of fuel. Uh, it's just a win-win for all of us. There you go. But, you got to love it. Yeah, but- yeah, and the pavilion, um, the whole camping area. Actually, that's the camping area, by the way. Oh, it is. Okay. And people can fly in, camp. There's a fire pit. And, you know, the pavilion with the picnic tables. Um, there's actually a refrigerator there. So we try to accommodate them uh, without having to carry too much on their plane. So we have grills. We have um, starter, you know, all this, everything they'll need. And all they have to do is just bring their um, tent and sleeping bags how about but that? Also, How much yeah. does that cost uh, to overnight with your plane? I mean, you charge it's $10 for that, I assume. a night, and all we charge is wow. 10 It's just a tie-down fee. Yeah. But there's hot showers. There's, ba- you know, we yeah. have the showers and bathrooms. And then we also have the, we call it the honeymoon suite. Um, it's already set up, and that's 25 a night. And, and what's special about that? Rose petals uh, line yeah, the floors? Well, you can. <laughs> if they tell me it's really their honeymoon, then yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll, work, you'll work out something for them, huh? How about that? And maybe throw in <laughs> that, some tacos. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, now that I think about that pavilion that you have set up there with the tables, it, it looks like a, a great little get-together spot. It, it does have that kind of group camping vibe to it yeah and there's electric out there so and a lot of people they will meet with their friends out here stay overnight well there you go arcadia airport taco tuesday or if you want to overnight do some camping uh there you go all you got to do is reach out to them through the website i assume right and that website Uh, would be what that's uh city of arcadia and then uh if you click on the departments it's the airport simple enough and on that note we're going to wrap it up for this week till next time remember there is no better high than learning to fly. Just Plane Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plane Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plane Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. (laughs) Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plane Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management or advertisers. A little too far across the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlaneRadio.com. 